Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight is study number two of Revelation chapter five. And we're going to begin by reading the first few verses. And I saw on the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the back side sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much, because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And I'll stop reading there. Here we find this um, vision into these um, amazing things going on in the kingdom of heaven in God's throne room where he is seated upon the throne and he has a book in his right hand. And we saw in our last study that the book must be the Bible, can only be the Bible. And the right hand of God is that which identifies with the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, too, does the Bible completely identify with Christ. And we read in Psalm 17, verse 7, Thou savest by thy right hand, and and God saves by Christ. But um, further than that, we know that how God saves by the Lord Jesus Christ is accomplished through his word, the Bible. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we're, we're right on track. We're, we're, uh, very much understanding this correctly when we realize that the book in the right hand of God it is a figure of the Bible. Yes, but Jesus is the word made flesh and, and we really cannot separate the word of God from the Lord Jesus Christ. They're inseparable. And so here that book is written within and on the back side. And we understood that to point to the two edges of the Bible of God's word. It's able to cut uh, both ways to life or death, to judgment or salvation. And then the verse said at the end of verse one, that this mysterious book in God's right hand was sealed with seven seals. Now, we're not surprised to find the number seven, as we've already come across that number um, a few times in the study of the book of Revelation, and we'll come across it several more times. It's a number that identifies with perfection. And, and, and so this um, book, the Bible, is sealed with seven seals. And God is the one who has sealed it. And what this sealing of the book has done is that it has closed or shut the book. As as we uh, read earlier in our study of Revelation, back in Revelation 3, in verse 7, and to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that has the key of David, he that openeth, and no man shutteth, and shutteth, 
and no man openeth. God shut up this book by sealing it, and he he closed it. He cut off uh, mankind's ability to read and understand it, and and that's um, what we saw in in verses three and four where it was said, And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much, because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. God shut the book, and man could not open the book. Only God himself, only Jesus, the one who possesses the key of David. Only he can open what has been shut. Only he can shut and no man can open. And and so we, we find that the Bible was shut up. It was sealed, a perfect seal with seven seals. Now, do we read anything else in the Bible about the, this sealing of the scriptures? Well, the first thing, let's, let's just look at the word sealed and then we'll, we'll look at a couple of places where, um, the word of God is in view. In Matthew chapter 27, in verse 66. So they went and made the sepulchre sure, sealing the stone and setting a watch. I, I just wanted to read this to help us visualize something that is sealed. So we we get a good idea of exactly what God is talking about when he says that he used seven seals, or he sealed this book with seven seals. When Jesus was in the tomb, the Jewish people were concerned, and they came to the Roman authorities to Pilate, and they desired um, a watch, and and they got their request. They went and made the sepulcher sure, sealing the stone and setting a watch. They made absolutely sure that the stone was in place. There was no cracks. There were no way out. This is the the only entrance to the tomb. Let's seal the stone. They were trying to keep the Lord Jesus Christ dead, and which, of course, is an impossible um, thing for them to have done. There, There's no way they could have done that. This is man sealing something, not God. God uh, is the one that opened up the tomb and, and brought forth the Lord Jesus Christ, or he, he brought him forth from, from death and resurrected him and and so the sealing of the stone uh didn't mean anything uh, as far as that was concerned but we do understand what sealing means it means keep it shut keep it closed up and do not let anyone in this case enter the sepulcher or in the case of the book the bible to open it that they might look thereon and read thereon and and see what it had to say. Isn't that a, a really incredible thought? 
Here God has spent hundreds and hundreds of years, literally hundreds of years, as he began to bring uh, revelation to Moses and to have it written, recorded uh, in written form. He began that process with Moses and, and used Moses to write the first five books of the Bible. And then over uh, the, well, Moses would have accomplished that by 1407 B.C. during that 40-year uh, wilderness sojourn. And by that time, because Moses died in 1407, and, and then God would complete the process of writing the Bible by the end of the first century A.D. So around 1,500 years. That is a very long time. 1,500 years God moved holy men of old and moved them to record precisely his word written um, exactly as he wanted it written without error or mistake. And he compiled the book, the Bible. And it really, uh, the Lord went to great lengths to have historical occurrences happen in the way that they did, to have them written about in the scripture, to move prophets, to go uh, like Jeremiah and, and prophesy, and then to write it all down. And when someone would dare take that writing, as the king of Judah did, and destroy it and burn it into fire, God said to Jeremiah, write it again. It was very important that the word of God be recorded for the sake of God's elect, for mankind. And and God went to painstaking lengths to complete this process, to safeguard this process, to make sure that his word was completed and, and not added to or subtracted from. And then he watched over it. Uh, throughout the many hundreds of years of the church age protecting it so no one could violate it and and add something to it no he he preserved his word the word of the lord is preserved by god watched over we don't have to ever worry that we're lacking some book or chapter or verse or a single word. We have the complete word of God given to us by God, watched over by God, so that we would have exactly what he wants mankind to have. And and God did all this, and yet at the same time, he seals it up. He seals it up. It, it's uh, it's almost working against himself, we, we might think. Why would he go to such trouble and, and uh, such lengths to, to have this great work, this, uh, this wonderful declaration that comes forth from the very mouth of God? Why would God have men, uh, give up their lives and, and sacrifice their lives for this word only to seal it up with seven seals so that no man could look upon it. Well, let's first 
see where the Bible does tell us this. In Daniel chapter 12, we read in verse 4, as in Daniel's book in which God gave that man a great deal of end time information. There's, there's no question about that. The time of the end is referred to several times in the book of Daniel. And in verse 4 of Daniel 12, it says, But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. So there it is. There it is. And, and to make sure we didn't miss it, a little further down, it, it says in verse 8 of Daniel 12, And I heard, but I understood not. Then said I, O oh my Lord, what shall be the end of these things? And he said, Go thy way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed. Till the time of the end, many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. Once again, God instructs Daniel to go his way, for the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end. Now this, this, uh, lets us know that the writing of the Bible was sealed even in the Old Testament days. It was sealed even as it was being compiled, even as God was um, was filling it out and completing His Word. And and here He's using Daniel as a figure of really the Lord Jesus Christ. That uh, uh, He's using Daniel as a figure. And, and the prophecy, the revelation given to Daniel is a figure of the whole book, the Bible. And, and God's instructions are to, um, to go your way for the words are closed up and sealed till or until, which means until you reach that point in time, till the time of the end. And it's not directly stated, but it, but it definitely is, um, implied that once you do reach the time of the end, then the word, this book will be open. And, and that's why back in verse four, it said, seal the book to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro and knowledge shall be increased. Because at the time of the end, it is God's plan to open the book. And that's why the book of Revelation, the last book of the Bible, at the very end of divine revelation that God had put together and and brought together in this volume of the Bible, that God speaks of a book in the right hand of God that is sealed with seven seals and unable to be opened. No man, it says there, could open the book. The The Bible was a sealed book. And, and it, isn't it just incredible? It, it really is amazing for us to consider that God did this. 
Why would he work things out this way? Why would he trouble himself in recording all of his own words and then prevent men from properly understanding them? Well, let, let's uh, go to another few verses in the book of Isaiah. In Isaiah chapter 29, where we also will read about this idea of the Bible being sealed. In Isaiah 29, beginning in uh, verse 10, it says, For Jehovah has poured out upon you the spirit of deep sleep, and has closed your eyes. The prophets and your rulers, the seers, hath he covered, and the vision of all is become unto you as the words of a book that is sealed, which men deliver to one that is learned, saying, Read this, I pray thee. And he saith, I cannot, for it is sealed. And the book is delivered to him that is not learned, saying, Read this, I pray thee. And he saith, I am not learned. Now here we we find uh, that God is indicating that it is as though men are asleep when the vision of all and and the word of God is likened to visions in many places. The book of Isaiah itself begins with God stating that he's uh, that he's giving a vision to Isaiah the prophet. So the word vision identifies with the Bible. And so the vision of all the book of the Bible is sealed and that means it is as though men are asleep their their eyes are closed they cannot read they cannot understand they cannot comprehend and this is the figure that uh, the lord jesus christ picks up in the parable of the wheat and the tares in matthew chapter 13 when he says in verse 24 another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. Notice it says, While men slept. And the picture here, when we put it all together, is that the Bible was sealed, and that is the equivalent of men sleeping all throughout the New Testament church age. And and yet the gospel was going forth. Christ is the sower, sowing good seed. The enemy is Satan, sowing tares amongst the wheat. This was happening within the churches and congregations. And, and it's not until the time of the end in the harvest that anything is done about this. And it was at the time of the end that God said to Daniel, in Daniel 12, verse 4, But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end, up until that point. And when the church age ended and the Great Tribulation began in May of 1988, 1988 was the 13,000th year of Earth's history. It became the time of the end. Judgment 
began at the house of God upon the churches and congregations of the world. And at that same time, God determined to open up the book, the Bible, to open up the scriptures to begin revealing truth that had been sealed from all time. No man had ever known the things that God had recorded in his word. As it says in Revelation 5, no man is able to look thereon and to read and to understand. No man, who who can take a bound book, a book that is sealed, and tell you its contents? Well, obviously, as uh, Isaiah told us, uh, no one can do that, not the learned or unlearned. No one can understand a book that they cannot open. It, it must be open and then read, and and then you can understand. But God worked it out so no one could open it until the time of the end, the time of the Great Tribulation, which means that all seven seals had to have come off at the very beginning of the Great Tribulation. Well, why why does it mean that? Couldn't just one of the seals or two of the seals have come off then? And, and then in 1994, a couple more seals. And then May 21, 2011, a couple more seals. And no, because seven seals were around the Bible. And if you take off six of the seals, but one seal remains... That means the book is still sealed, and you cannot open it. In order to open it, you have to take off all the seals that have been binding it, that have sealed it. You can remove one seal, it's still sealed. You can remove six seals, it's still sealed. It takes all of the seals to come off before the book is open. And that information will be very helpful to us as we move further along into our study of Revelation, as we we will not be deceived into thinking that certain things are happening at, at various points in time. No, what God is saying is the Bible became unsealed all at once at the beginning of the Great Tribulation when the world reached the point known as the time of the end. We have been living in the time of the end for many years now, since 1988. 